Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa. When you think about architecture, what do you think about? Because I think about beautiful buildings, magnificent settings, and wonderful interior design. Well, my guest today, Paula Seligman Coaching, she is an interior designer and she actually helps you design your life. So Paula, please tell the guest about yourself and your wonderful platform. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love your platform. I love what you stand for and helping women and, you know, creating that awareness and uh, just having a place to go and, uh, and, and learn things about just being, you know, going through transitions and anything in life that, you know, you're stuck on. So I am a professional life coach. I focus on relationship transitions and divorce recovery. And my brand or my quote, design your life stems from my previous background, which I was an interior designer. And I worked closely with clients to identify, you know, what they needed to feel safe and grounded in their most intimate spaces. So, you know, I'd often ask them more targeted questions, you know, about what they would need to feel gratified. So again, these same principles are at the core of my coaching process, which helps clients identify their strengths and core values in order to make changes towards uh, specific goals. And then together as co-active, you know, we were co-active participants, we connect to unpack the client's barriers through a process of self-direction and discovery And my role as a life coach is to be present and active and be part of the process, you know, from laying the foundation, so to speak, um, to the finishing touches, ultimately designing a path that's uniquely theirs and highlighting that, you know, trust is is really the process to key and key into effective change. So trusting the process. That is absolutely awesome. So you've kind of like weaved your architectural interior design background into your coaching and life coaching. Yes. And if you look on my page, you know, my pictures are symbolic of the underneath of, you know, the the characters of life and below the waterline of what really goes on and just the comparison and the juxtaposition of the two. So it works well. It pairs well together. It's a good bridge. That's awesome. So how do you really help um, your clients reach their full potential? So, you know, firstly, the client has to identify what they want and what's important to them. So, you know, about reaching their goals and what they're willing to do and commit to. So, you know, again, as a co-active approach, we start to imagine, you know, and picture what that potential, you know, would look like and start visualizing, you know, the bigger picture. So we would address their beliefs and their realistic attainable goals, practice to assist them to move, you know, forward. Um, Because potential is a belief system. You know, it's a series of thoughts. And, um, you know, by working step by step, um, you know, it's an approach where they're trusting the process. They'll increase their self-esteem and self-confidence. 
And um, eventually it'll be, you know, they'll become the sole drivers of their daily success and be able to notice their, you know, evidence of success by challenging themselves and practicing, you know, more of a less rigid pattern and taking the pressure off and trusting themselves more and, you know, adopting a new perspective, you know, on looking at things. Yeah, no, I think what you said is completely correct, especially when women have like gone through like a divorce and they can't see past the new life that they're they're going to embark on. So I think that the pure fact that you can actually help a woman reach their full potential or even identify their, their potential without, for example, their spouse or without a particular job that they wanted is, is magnificent. So um, what are the core values and strengths you think mothers need? Well, you know, when a, when a client opens up and talks about, you know, what their ideal goals are and, you know, whether it's a new relationship, an old relationship, a new job, you know, there are some questions that are asked, for instance, like we will start unpacking the barriers that are standing in their way. And they may not know what those values and strengths are until, you know, I may ask, what are you proud of in your life or what do you enjoy doing? And as we go through that discovery, there are values that come up in the forefront that are you know, aligned with their future goals um, that they may not even be so aware of. So the client starts to tell a story and, um, and my role is to pick up on their language and you know, acknowledge them and you know, hear the client what they might be you know, after. And so sometimes their strengths come out that they are not even aware of and they need to identify. And as their core values as well, if they're aligned and um, and then, you know, through their own self-realization and saying it out loud, they may be able to put together, you know, those pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you actually come up with the fact that you can help people design their life? I know this isn't part of the questions, but it's just, it just dawned on me that sometimes even as a, when I have certain girlfriends and I see some of their strengths, I'm like, do you know that you're awesome at doing I don't know, baking a cake, like, why don't you just have that as a business? Or how, how, how did you come up with that? Because I think that's such a magnificent concept to actually help someone design their life and just see their full potential and be like, look, you're good at this. You're excellent at that. Focus on, on, on these, on your strengths and your weaknesses we can work on. Well, that's it. And that's the whole thing about this coaching, you know, process. And you said it perfectly is that we will notice, you know, each other's strengths, um, you know, through conversation or through, you know, like activities or things that they love to do or things that shine that they're passionate about. And for instance, like um, somebody may say, I'm not creative. I'm not good at this. Well, you know what? You painted your room. You know, you did this. Oh, yeah. You know what? I am creative. And so that starts the ball rolling and gets them thinking outside of the box of what they may, you know, not recognize as the strength. And therefore they can go back and go, you know what, I am good at this. And, and, and I could enhance myself, my life by doing this more because I love doing it, but they don't see it in themselves. As for me, going back to, you know, my career and, and my strength, I was always really, really passionate about helping people. And even through, you know, my design work, I would, I would sit there and ask them, numerous questions about their lives not even so much about the design world but more about like how are your kids you know what do you do in this room where do you guys eat as a family and all of that and even having you know my big family was so important to me to connect with people that why not take it to the next level go back to school and get certified in something that you love to do because when you love something it isn't a job anymore you know, it is, it's like your calling, it's a mission. It's like you would do it for, for, for no money, 
So um, you got to find your feist. You got to find your power. You got to find that golden nugget that that makes you get up in the morning and uh, and 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 do that every day. You know. And yeah, you're completely right. Once you find your passion, it no longer feels like work. And I think that ultimately, when you're helping someone else with, I don't know, sometimes I feel like some of the pains that I've been through, not for the fact that I've been through it, I wouldn't have been able to speak on certain things. So every scar you've ever received in your life is a blessing for someone else, because you can say, I've been through that, I can help you with this, or look, I, I went through it and I'm, a, I'm, I'm fine. And that's something I always say to a lot of single moms that are out there that look, my son's going to be 10 next week and I don't know how I've done it. And yeah, I, I've, I'm just so grateful to God that like I actually followed through and I'm still doing it. Every day is a fight, but you just have to like you, you're doing, you have to define your life and redefine it when you want you because life will knock you down. Life will, will, will wind you, you know, but you just have to get back up. Don't you can ride the wave. Don't let it consume you. And don't let it define you because don't be afraid to fall. Don't be afraid to fall down. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to be uncomfortable because life is not perfect. You know, we see these things on Instagram. I mean, even my page looks very polished and underneath is depth, underneath is soul, underneath is scars, underneath is pain. And it's all there, but it's what you do with it. And it all drives you to the next level. And every time you build, you get stronger and stronger and your confidence. Mm -hmm. And then you look back and you're like, you know what? When I fell and I was in that hole, that taught me everything. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to ever regret that because if you're sailing through life, you're going to miss so much. But if you fall and you scrape and you hurt and you're pain and you feel, you're going to get it. You're just going to get it. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an emotional roller coaster, but it's like, it is powerful you got to feel it you got to open up your soul got to open yeah no you're definitely right definitely right even with every heartbreak you've ever had in the past you might have thought oh my god i don't know how i'm get, gonna get over it but time is such a magnificent healer it is such a magnificent healer and especially with things that you're doing now or with with your careers as well the fact that someone can look at you and be like look and she's doing it if someone wanted to be a coach the fact that you're doing it you're helping other people you're impacting lives like if you want to do something, you can. So I was going to ask you, because you have got four sons and I have got one and I'm sweating on a daily basis, picking up towels on the floor, <laughs> you know, having to deal with, you know, smelly basketball <laughs> stuff and just picking up, stepping on Lego. How have you done it with four boys? Because one to me is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It is hard. It is hard. But I'm going to tell you something. What I've learned yes. from these four boys, and they're all really independent, and they're all really different. It's hard to believe that they could be so different. But space, to be able to give them that wiggle room and growing space. And, you know, boys need to be left alone. They need to go into their den unattended and come out when they're ready. And, um, and I think my coaching ability is enhanced because of the space and patience that I was able to inject in my parenting skills. And there's an amazing saying that the best advice in raising children is neglect. And what that means is that leave them, leave them alone. 
Don't overdo it. You know, let them have their spirit. Don't break their spirit. Let them go. Let them fly, you know, with guidance, obviously. But it's, it's, the, it's the illusion that we overdo. And we, we, we do damage when we are overdoing or overcompensating. Got to let go. You got to let them breathe. Let them be, especially boys. <laughs> so, how to, so if a mum's listening right now and they say, how do we let go? Because I feel like I'm, I, I can be like kind of a helicopter parent, just supervising everything that he's doing, checking who his friends are. So how, how can we let go? How did you let go? You know what? It's like, it's like taking a leap of faith. It's like trial and error. You know, something that you're holding on to that maybe becomes like a habit or a pattern. Maybe let go a little. Maybe just like loosen the reins. Let it go. Let, you know, it's like letting a, a dog go as far as you can, but then, you know, get letting the leash go a little further and then pulling in when you need to. But you're not going to know until you try. And when it works or when you see that your, you know, your son or your daughter, whatever, is, is growing and, and figuring out things on their own. That's an indication that they need that. They need that. And so, um, you know, it's, it's hard because we all want to be there and every step of the way. Mm. But these, they have to figure it out too. They yeah. have to fall. Yeah. They have to, you know, they yeah. have to so, so technically, we as parents, we are like their parachute, but then they need to jump out of the plane and live that life. Exactly. And step and step by step, like not all at once, because then, you know, you don't know what you're going to get if you let go too far, but step by step. But try it out, you know, try it out. Yeah. So how do you teach your clients how to set goals and stick to it? Because I recently read the book called Atomic Habits and it yes. blew my mind in regards to goal setting. Um, uh, so how, 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 how do you teach your clients to set goals? So that's a really good question. And, um, you know, accountability is a huge part of goal setting and, um, and commitment, but really committing to anything. And I mean, easy, easy commitment, something that you could do basically today, something that is really small and, you know, those small steps. And like the biggest component is really trusting the process, you know, step by step, small steps, one step at a time one goal at a time and practicing this, you know, day by day, because when you gain momentum, you know, your confidence rises and, you know, practice is the key to success. So you're practicing maybe a new, something new, something that you hadn't tried before. But I always tell my clients, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to fall, fail, because that's all of the process. That's part of it. And not to be discouraged because it takes a few times you know, to, to really thread that weave. And um, eventually something happens, something sticks and it, it creates, you know, like I said, that momentum and do not quit, keep going. Yeah. Keep so going. what do you think the main barriers are for um, growth and change with, with people? Well, uh, so change and growth to me, you know, are a choice and, you know, some clients, some people get stuck in a pattern or they get complacent in a space and they can't get out. And I challenge clients to step out of their comfort zone and try new things and challenge like limited beliefs. Um, change is a choice. You know, we often are afraid of growth and because it feels scary, it feels uncomfortable um, and people stay where they are because it's, it's easier. Um, but you need to challenge yourself and be kind to yourself for trying. Um, so, you know, the proof is in yourself 
and you have the power to change and you know find that strength to accept and embrace change but it's a step-by-step process and you've got to be able to practice it your own way your own pace but don't give up and don't be afraid (sighs) try not to be afraid (laughs) so how do you help women design a life as a single mother well my, my biggest saying, and I can walk the walk, is divorce does not define you. Mm-hmm. And we all have the power to heal. We're all creative. We're all resourceful. We're all whole. And designing your life is a step-by-step process. And trusting the process is key to that success. So it's important to identify if your values are aligned with your current life situation. And if they are not, how can you design your life differently? taking the time, laying the foundation for why you may, you know, want to take a leap of faith, challenge yourself, surround yourself with supportive people. And remember, this can be a really exciting time, you know, to do your life the way you like always dreamed it could be, you know, things that you hadn't done before, celebrate your individualism, your curiosity, your wonder. Um, And this could be the best time in your life to change and define and redesign your perspective in your life. Okay, so I was on your um, website and I saw that you have your Paula's Principles. Could you please tell the audience a little bit about that? So I I stick with these three principles. I call them my GPS, okay? (laughs) So G meaning getting unstuck starts with doing something, anything to start changing new patterns, write down goals, supportive community, be with friends and family, write down, you know, I said, write down your goals. Um, The P is persevere through the lows and challenges that you may face and know it's part of getting unstuck. You know, discomfort, being uncomfortable. Think of it as a rolling hill. What goes down comes back up. So persevere. And then S being start to discover what motivates you to keep pushing forward. You know, when you find the momentum, keep going, find your sparkle, let in the light, stay open. Um, And there's lots of people out there that are willing to help you. Awesome. So um, I want to know whether you can, if if there's any mum listening right now, and obviously the global pandemic has been hard, finances, people don't know what's going on. Like what's one piece of advice you would like to um, give people how you have been able to stay sane and stay happy and stay motivated and also encourage other people. So you know what, my biggest thing is to really be kind to yourself. When you're kind to yourself, you're kind to others, you feel you know, that awareness of that people are going through things worse than you, better than you. It's, it's, it's more about that embracing the moment, embracing yourself and trusting you know, yourself and that forgiveness piece and empathy and knowing that you know, if you let the light in, the light's gonna shine. Awesome. awesome. Where can people find you on social media? So Design Your Life, Paula Seligman Coaching. And um, that is my name, Paula Seligman Coaching. Okay, Paula, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to come on the Happy Single Moms podcast. You have been amazing. So guys, please make sure you check out her page. And yes, she has been wonderful. Thank you. 
And thank you again. Thank you for opening up your your heart and your space today for me and um, letting the light in. And yes, the pandemic is is hitting everybody, and we just all have to stay together. Always connect with others and uh, and be around supportive people. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Take care. Okay. Breaking your arms, I lose control when I get there.